Monday and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding? Is it gripped firmly to the wisdom that's given to us in the Word of God? Great to have you. Thank you. Welcome to my office today and got my Bible back open again and I'm taking a trip through this fool's gallery, this rogue's gallery of fools that we have been looking at in the past couple podcasts and we move on down the hallway to another fool that is mentioned and I think it's important for us to understand again that we need to pay close attention uh, to the Proverbs when it gives us this kind of revelation because hopefully it'll give us not only the ability to make sense out of the uh, the people that we meet that may just seem to be so obstinately set against the truth and the wisdom of God, but it also helps us to avoid those qualities and characteristics that really make up who they are. We've looked at two thus far. We've looked at the simple fool, uh, one that probably occurs the most in all of the Proverbs, and then we looked at uh, the another kind of fool called the Cassil. Uh, He is a a fool that is known by his thickness, his denseness. Uh, He is uh, an inability to really see things as what they are. He's always the guy who thinks it's great fun to cause trouble. So we've looked at those two kinds of fools, but then we move on to this one. And the next portrait is the face of a fool who's jaw actually looks set, as one man said. Um, I would call him the obstinate fool. Uh, If possible, he's probably even one notch lower on the fool scale than Mr. Cassil, the last one we looked at. He occurs about two dozen times in Proverbs, and you can look up at Strong's Concordance number 191, and his name is pronounced Avil, Avil. Um, the times that it occurs throughout Proverbs describes some significant things about him. The first time that it occurs is in chapter 1 and verse 7 of Proverbs, where it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools, or the evil, despises wisdom and instruction. He absolutely refuses and hates any effort to try to set him right and help him think correctly. Particularly, the scripture says in Proverbs 15 and verse 5, a fool or a evil despises his father's instruction. Um, That is his particular uh, viewpoint that he just cannot stand to be corrected by his own father. It grates on him and he just despises it and gives it no thought. But wisdom seems to be just out of his grasp. It seems to be something that he just can't lay hold of. The Evil in Proverbs 24, 7, it says, Wisdom is too high for an Evil. Uh, He openeth not his mouth in the gate. Uh, wisdom is just something that it doesn't seem to be able to sink into this guy because he's such an obstinate fool. He already assumes that everything that he thinks or does is right. In 12.15, it says, The way of an avil is right in his own eyes. He already thinks that the way he has rationalized and the way he works through things, 
that it's already right. He assumes that everything he does is the right approach, the right choice, the right decision. And he doesn't ever consider that there might be somebody else that might know something that would be able to help him. That's why he's called an obstinate fool by many Bible commentators. Um, and it's and wisdom is just beyond his, uh, his grasp. Uh, the Bible says that you have to really watch out for him in a particular way because in 27.3 it says, A stone is heavy and the sand weighty, but a, an evil's wrath, a fool's wrath, is heavier than them both. In other words, in his anger, uh, he expresses himself, particularly when he's ever pressed to make a right choice or a different decision other than the one that he'd already thought. Proverbs twelve sixteen, a fool's wrath and a veal's wrath is presently known. He has a hair-trigger temp- temper. He's always looking for that opportunity to explode, particularly when you touch on something that he has already made up his mind about. And if you should have any kind of idea of optimism about uh, being able to rehabilitate him, to be able to get him to change his ways, you are actually warned in Proverbs twenty-seven twenty-two that if you put him in a mortar with, uh, and I don't know how many of you know what I mean by a mortar, it's, a, it's basically a clay cup. Uh, it's very thick. Uh, you would put grain into these mortar cups, and you would take a pestle like a like a pharmacist used to use, and you would grind up the contents of the cup. Uh, in twenty seven twenty two, it literally says that it, though thou shouldst bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with a pestle, yet will not his foolishness depart from him. Yeah, if you were to grind him up and put him in a mortar, grind him up, you'll not separate him from his foolishness at all because he's just constitutionally incapable of correction. I don't think that there's any sadder commentary on somebody than that, uh, than that inability and unwillingness to be rehabilitated, to have their thoughts changed, to be... Uh, to be redirected in the the rationalization in their own mindset because that keeps them in a constant state of foolhardiness uh, where they've convinced themselves of one way that they're one way when in reality they're another. They are unwilling to look uh, and listen to anybody or anything else. There are fools out there that are like that. We need to be aware of that. Teach your children to be teachable. Teach yourself to be teachable. Have a pliable spirit. Look for those opportunities for God to mold you and shape you by the wisdom of His Word. Make sure that that's a marked characteristic of your character, that when you read the Bible and when you study it out, you're letting it speak for itself and grant to you the wisdom that you need to be able to be a faithful servant of God. Because those that are living like this evil fool are somebody who is just not going to be changed in any way. Uh, Probably, unless there's divine intervention, no human being can bring that about. Let's pray that God would help us to keep our hearts 
in that teachable way. And let's not allow ourselves and our arrogance to be able to overwhelm us and to cause us to lose the lessons that God has for us. God bless you today. Walk with Him. Serve Him faithfully. And we'll see you in the next podcast.